What's up, everybody? Matt DeMarinas here, White and Blue Review, coming back at you with another uh, Blue Jay Beat postgame podcast. Uh, I'm sitting here with my boy, Jordan Scurry. Um, we're going to dissect Creighton's 94-76 win over St. John's, get to your questions. Then we got a fun little announcement later for y'all. Um, and then, yeah, we'll have a good night. Let's uh, um, let's get it started first. All Jordan, I just want you to like jump in uh, with your initial let's thoughts. Do it. Uh, like what you, I mean, obviously, you kind of know this group pretty well in terms of like how they respond to adverse situations. So obviously, um, probably to a man, they were disappointed with what happened on Monday. Uh, felt like that wasn't their best total yeah. effort. Um, how did you, what did you see in terms of what they, uh, what they shored up tonight? Um, Absolutely. No, actually just want to say happy to be here. Uh, great to talk to you, Matt. Been a yeah. long time, but so. You don't need to butter me. Uh, up, the just one thing I think just to ass. jump right into it, the one thing I noticed from this team tonight was, like you said, coming off of like the loss that they had and whatnot, I think this was a great game for them to get on the road and almost like come together even more. Cause you know how it comes like when you're going on the road, you have the opportunity to get like even closer just because you're traveling, just in like form a even closer bond as a team and just develop, like you just develop in the season. And I, I kind of just saw that from them tonight and just like what they had out there. And so it was really good, man. Like I like to see, those guys just kind of getting into a better flow, like at least of just like you saw it in more spurts than last game tonight. So I thought that was my initial thoughts on the game. So in your experience, coming off a loss like that, you'd rather be, I mean, different circumstances, obviously, but you'd rather be, you'd rather be going on the road after something like that than playing. No, I wouldn't say rather be. I just would say that going on the road gives a different opportunity for a team to like get closer and like you have different, uh, experiences and I can't even speak to what they're going through now but I just know like from past experiences going on the road gives you the chance to kind of just come together differently than if you're at home and guys are in different home routines and all that so I think they were able to like whatever it was come together and you just saw it I just saw a different type of chemistry and like a different type of like all right we're gonna figure this out whether it was with uh, guys like Denzel finding his spots better or Dane finding his spots a little bit better tonight. Like, I just thought that they were able to, like, be like, okay, like, there was definitely conversation within the squad to be like, okay, this is what we need to correct. Like, and you could see that it was like a internal, like, came together internally to fix it, and it showed out there tonight in the win. Yeah, I think, I mean, the cohesiveness definitely came. I mean, you just could see, like <clears> – <throat> They, did, they didn't settle into a groove where, like, one guy was feeling it and it was like, all right, feed that and follow exactly. type of deal. It felt like everybody was making a yeah. play one after the other, and it was like – Yeah. Um, it felt like a the collective ball moved, effort. To, definitely. Yeah. yeah, the ball moved tonight a little – much. like, the ball moved better tonight. I think there was, like – there's a combination between the ball moving and the right decisions being made. Like, mm-hmm. I think every – all the, a lot of the teams I was on, we faced this challenge too. Like once you get to a point when the ball is moving, like there's different opportunities offensively when you can attack. And I think there has to be a balance of figuring that out. And I think like last game was like the ball moved a lot. So I'm not, I'm not trying to say like last game, the ball didn't move, but like uh, against Marquette, the ball didn't move. Like it did tonight in the sense that guys were smarter about when they attacked mm-hmm. and like when the one more pass was there. So uh, I think that's just, again, a thing that's going to come with time yeah. over time for this team. They're just figuring it out. They've got a lot of great pieces that I think are all finding their way right now. I mean, there's only one. I mean, time is the only way that that happens, right? It doesn't. Like, yeah, exactly. You can't you can't hit the yeah. ground running and all flow no. together no. like that. Like, no. I mean, it felt like no. last March was definitely a peak, right? Because you guys were mm-hmm. playing at an extremely high level. But people forget, like, it took – you know, that's San a Diego. field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You it have took to a San Diego so State. It took, it took a Villanova at home. It took a Butler mm-hmm. on the road. It took all of that, like a Georgetown, yeah. a Providence. It took yeah. all of that to, like, meet at that moment where you guys mm-hmm. finally clicked. Like, it doesn't just happen right away. And I think yeah. people are forgetting a little bit that 
um, yeah, this is a really talented group. Yeah, they're a really mm-hmm. good team. Yeah, they have a lot of expectations of themselves, yeah. not only just exter- externally, but internally as well. But, like, they're six games into the season. Like, yeah. They hadn't even yeah. played – like, think about last year. They hadn't yeah. even played, like, Nebraska it's, it's, or Texas Tech yet. Like, it takes a minute here. Yeah, so. no, and I know, and it's weird, and I guess I, like, say even, too, because what's weird is conference play like, usually doesn't even start at this oh. point, right? And I'm, right. Think, I'm thinking, like, because of I'm, – I'm saying, like, there's so much of a chemistry that comes from these road trips with, te- like, teams and all that. Like, that's where I was saying the chemistry and, like, how you mm-hmm. build continuity over a season. Like, because it's, like – you have these, whether you're coming off a loss at home or wherever it may be, and then you travel, you you are all just together. So that's the only thing you're talking about. You're just talking about like, how can we correct this going forward? What, what not? Like, and so the road, going on the road gives you that opportunity. And now that's why I'm like, usually it's not even at this point. And usually it's much even deeper into the season and you can figure out even more. But like you said, it's only six games in. So it's like, how much are they like that's why it's like you I think this season the one thing I will say is you have to be much more patient with teams than ever before mm-hmm. because I think they will figure things out and especially a Creighton will figure things out at a uh, different rate than normal I guess yeah for sure I mean there's also new pieces being incorporated too like yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not that's like an NBA time. team where you got like all your five starters back and yeah you know, there might be a different role player here at the off the bench like mm-hmm. your, your nucleus mm-hmm. is has been altered a little bit and mm-hmm. for Creighton it's like in a dramatic degree because Tyshawn did a lot for them last year like so they just I understand like the uh, you know when you just look at the schedule on paper and you're like um, they shouldn't lose to Marquette at home right they swept Marquette last year so they shouldn't no. you know and Marcus Howard's gone so like Mark that's another mm-hmm. game that Creighton should drop in Omaha but like it's still early you gotta like just you know but yeah with the way they play and to get to a high level, it takes time. Like, that's just the bottom mm-hmm. line. That's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go into some individual performances, though, because, like, I feel like we got to start with DJ. Like, uh, yeah. almost posted a trip dub. Just almost. Like, two away. He was two just, away. Two away just, from a triple double. Shout out my guy, DJ. That, his, like, that was my road roommate. That was my man. Uh, Shout out DJ. Almost had a rebounds, triple assists, double triple on doubles at Creighton have never happened before, and he almost did it tonight. So that's like how almost historical this performance was. Um, I, but I mean, I feel like just he gets. I didn't even know all that. You know, I, I asked him this in the post game too, but like I don't know if this is like sounds weird to a former basketball player, but like when I'm when I first like got to see DJ play in like summer league and stuff, and like some of your workouts before he was eligible, yeah. like. Yeah. It felt like it was really hard for me to describe to people what his game is because he's not yeah, like, yeah. he's not, it wasn't like he was a specialist. It's not like say, Oh yeah. You know, he's a shooter. Oh, he's a lockdown defender. Oh, he's a, you know, he's a point forward. Um, he can make plays. Like he did all those things. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to just say, cause I would be, you know, and then you're like, you're worried. You're like, okay, he's good at all those things. Does that mean he's like a first team all American? Like, no, but he's going to help you win a lot because mm-hmm. he can have a game where he grabs like eight, nine, ten rebounds. He can have a game where he has five or six assists and no turnovers. He can have a game where he goes 18 to 20 points and hits like three or four threes. Like he can do all those things. Like, mm-hmm. And I think it's good. I'm glad that he's putting in the type of consistent performances he's putting in right now because I think people are starting to see like, oh, man, this dude's a baller and he really helps. He really helps Creighton go to the next level. Yeah. No, I think one thing to DJ's credit, man, he's always been just willing to do what the team needs him to do to, like, succeed. And I didn't even – I don't want to say I didn't even think he was that – kind of because what you're saying, like, how he has all, like, whether it's the physicality, the athleticism, even some of the skill things, like, that he even didn't have early on but that he, like, worked on really hard, like – it's like you don't expect him to be like the like a guy who's like not a utility guy almost, but like very willing to just do the team what the team needs because he can be that kind of like star guy because he's yeah. like got the build, got the all he's capable of all that, but he's still just like I'll be what the team needs me to be to win. So man, I I give him so much credit and to see him having this type of success like now I I like. 
have been telling him like I'm I'm happy for him and I'm just glad to see him keep going. And it's only gonna like again, only six games in. He's mm-hmm. only going to get better. Like everybody on this team, he's only going to get better. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to see him like going in the right direction now, especially in a, a response like he had tonight from last game is, I think, very telling of him and the kind of player he's going to be this season. I think one of the things that's maybe like a factor in his uh, <clears throat> how he's starting is like, um, and this is probably a bigger issue in college basketball because you have like a, it's just a smaller sample size with like 30 game plus seasons. Like one injury yeah. can really derail a whole year. Yeah. They can throw off your, they can throw off your time. One injury. Confidence. Like, I mean, half everything. an injury, a lot, man. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it's not enough. We don't even talk enough about that. And it like the injuries are a whole, like injuries are a whole different mental thing than people even give it a count mm-hmm. for. Cause like, again, being, even just being with your team, like I'm saying right now, like a guy like DJ, who's, you see the role he's in right now and how he's willing to be like all about the team. But like, even when he was going through his injuries, like imagine still like a guy with the mindset that's like, I'm all about the team and how much he cares about the team and all that. And he can't do like, he can't be what he, like what we see he is right now, almost yeah. posting a triple double. Like, like he went through a long period where he could not be that. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 tough for a lot of guys. And like um he that's one in so many different cases. So like, yeah, no, I think that's a huge part of it too. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's like because last year, I think everybody kind of assumed he was right after the you know he got hurt mm-hmm. against Marquette yeah. um, the year before. But last yeah. year, like he he tweaked that thing like right before Michigan. I think when you mm-hmm. guys right before you guys went up yep. there, mm-hmm. um, like he it took him a while. Like he. The shot yeah. wasn't there. The confidence wasn't there. Like he wasn't DJ yet. Until, it was his. It probably didn't yeah. happen until conference it, play, like when he started it, being himself again. Yeah, it, and it, and it took. Well, he and I don't. I don't know. This is just a, my again my just perspective on it. I just think he a, took a long time to it. He was just he was playing hurt that whole time, and I think he yeah. just it took him a while to adjust to how to be play well hurt like and uh that's just I mean that's a reality we all kind of face at one point or another playing at that level mm-hmm. um so I picked, I picked off an easy one I more that was a little more serious obviously <laughs> there, no doubt <laughs> I picked off kind of an easy one because he almost had a triple dub but like who's your who stood out to you if you could pick out a yeah team? no tonight yeah. well I mean I keep saying this. I'm like very hot. I think Ryan Kalkbrenner is one of the more impressive, fresh, like true freshman centers I've seen in a long time. Like him putting up those numbers it was pretty good. I don't know. I think he's a really fun big to play with. I think I see he like open. He opens up a lot for a lot of guys out there, whether it's a shooter or a guy who likes even like a point guard like Marcus who likes to get into the paint. I thought. Uh, Marcus Schumacher from three tonight was also very impressive. So that was good to see getting back in his little rhythm. So, and again, that that's what I mean. That's the thing on the road. Like, I feel like they all had, a little, they had a little groove tonight. They had a little, like, like Marcus seemed like he like felt it a little bit more from three, like guys, like, I don't know if it was on the road, whatever it was, like there was more of a groove than they had of like, a, than at Mar- with Marquette. You know what I think like stood out to me with Marcus was, uh, um, I felt like he played with a lot better pace tonight. And I think that's part of like the timing issue that he's going to go through with coming yeah. off the injury he's coming off of. Like his timing's mm-hmm. not right yet. But I thought tonight was a big step forward because it was different than him just cooking yeah. Nebraska because he, yeah. he just cooked no. Nebraska. That's what he does. But, like, I agree. That's a great I, I think that's a I think that's a great point. Cause I, I think like and when I was watching it, even early on, I thought the one thing uh that I noticed about him is his stop and go was a lot better. Like I, I, you could tell he watched some, he got in and was really watching some film because you could tell yeah. like he wasn't like, cause you were right. Like his pace was a lot different because he was more so trying to control. Like he wasn't like just trying to go fast to like, for the sake of going fast, he was trying to go fast to be effective tonight. I think a little yeah. bit more. So uh, I think, he, I think that was a film thing for sure. 
Because one of the things he's really yeah. good at is like setting up a defender. Like I, I thought, I yeah. thought tonight yeah. with 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 Posh, he kind of knew that Posh Alexander is going to be an in your face dude, yeah. probably yeah. seventy five feet deep, pretty much. Like he's going to be mm-hmm. up in your grill and kind of try to speed Marcus up. And I thought he did a really good job at times when Marcus was in it when when uh, Posh was in his chest of just like kicking yeah. ahead with a little easy lead pass and like getting into the offense mm-hmm. that way without having to bring the ball up because um, he can play off of it really well. Yeah, I also thought like he just set up the ball screen with a better pace. I don't know really anyway exactly. Like, just, but then again, he was like, like lulling. I think that's what bit. we're what we're saying is like. Also, like this season's weird. It's like you don't know like when because obviously at the beginning of seasons, it's like when you think you you're a point guard, your marker's like I gotta break these dudes down off the press, like whatever, so we can get into our offense normally. But you're like okay as the season goes on, is that the most effective way or should I, we just pass to get up the court then mm-hmm. initiate the off? Like, I think that was a lot of what we saw. He was more de- like, no more decisive. I, I just think he was more selective in when he chose to be uh, aggressive tonight. And that's yeah. what. He didn't force it as much. And that's the personnel thing. That's the early in the season thing again, too. So. It, it it's all it's 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 working itself out. I think this was a good game for them to get back into the rhythm they kind of had going on before that Marquette and game. So him going six for seven. The Marquette game was a very good. It was a good lesson for them for sure. Yeah, him going six for seven too is another funny note because like it, we just we're laughing about the yeah. sizes here. Like you know he it was like everybody's like what's wrong with Marcus? He's struggling from three and you know, turning the ball over. And it's like tonight he plays with incredible pace, like controls the game. Yeah. Like a master. Exactly. And he goes six. For, oh, by the way, he goes six or seven from three. And now he's at, 41, yeah. now he's at 41% from the season because the sample sizes are it's, small. It's like, crazy to me. It, it, it was always crazy to me, man. And how the, honestly, just how like the averages would work out throughout the course of a season where you would even see like Mitch's numbers where we'd have like, cause that would even be like, Mitch would have these, uh, games where he would be like over or whatever and he'd be like man like I'm, I don't know man I'm like you know what chill like I've seen like we've all seen you shoot the ball like we know what this means is that like in a couple games like yeah you're probably gonna go eight for nine like so right. just stick with it like it, it's a I don't know what was that that's, one maybe game that's that, a like, crazy thing what was that maybe one that's that a crazy thing had, maybe that that's just had. how we are but what was that one game that Steph had where he was like over and then he like hit a 10 and hit 10 threes in that yeah. game or whatever? Remember that one? Yeah. Like his street, he broke his. Yeah. Streak so that's what you got to love. You got to love about being, a, that's what you got to love about being a shooter in a system like Craig. Cause it's like you're, if you have a, like, not that you should be excited if you have a bad game, but it's like if you have a bad game, you know you're due. Like it, like one, like you're gonna make that up because you're locked in, you're in the gym, you're putting in the work, and then it's like you're going to have those same opportunities, so you're just going to have to capitalize. Yeah, law of averages. Law of averages. Yeah, law of averages. I've seen it. I've just seen it too many times. Yeah. Marcus Foster, Kyrie Thomas, like Justin Patton. We we can go down the line. Like, I've just Mm -hmm. seen him. Like, and now it's Marcus. Like, whoever, Mitch, like I just said, like, we could go down the line. Tyshawn, we could – I've seen it too many times. Yeah, for sure. It's like you don't want to see that because then you know the next game you're going to get that. Well, it's like you, you know, if you like if you, if, you, if you miss a three, if you miss a three for Godfather's Pizza, you know you're hitting the one next game. Like that's, that's Oh yeah. No, I would I yeah, no, I would always try to like <laughs> I would always try to make sure I did it like once in every three games. Yeah, just I do once in every three games we would be putting up at least 75. Like yes, yeah. at least. You figure that's like a rough so, average. But like sometimes yeah. it happens earlier than you get in the game. You know I mean? But we just – yeah, that's what I mean. We had, yeah, it's I, tough. It, it was always – You need to be on Mac. You'd be like, hey, Mac, we're close to 75. Can I just get in and get that Godfather's real quick? Yeah, no, but I would always have to be like – it would be more so I have to be like, look, like tell the, all the guys, I'm like, yo, you guys have to make sure we're up by 20. Like you have to do this for me. Like if you care about me, you would do this. Like so, <laughs> you know, it would always be a before the game, halftime. They, I would get on them. They would know. Oh, that's why Jordan's like hype man. He's like, hey, look, come on, I need some PT out here. You guys gotta get a, get a run together. But that, do, do you know how fun that was? Like when you hit that three, and then like, like people were like, oh, thanks for the pizza. Yeah, that's a that's a good feeling. Like that, no, you're like oh, 
That's like it. You know, like at a, least that, I did. An, at least I did some. At least I did something tonight. It's an easy you know? endorsement post college because oh, like, you sure. just like if you build that reputation because of how long. And it's, and it's hey again. It's not like it's not like we weren't get. It's not like the we weren't getting like everyone wasn't getting pizza too. Like it was the right. Like, there was pizza everywhere. So there's that's literally true. Creighton with Godfather pizza has been everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean it really. goes back to when I was like a baby. Yeah, that's how long it's been around. They've moved it up. There's really? a point there. It used to be it used to be seventy when I was like a little guy. Really? But, yeah, but then you guys started getting good. Like when Dana came here. Everybody, Creighton started getting real good. It's like 70 is too easy. They're going to crack that like every minute. Oh, I, know, I didn't know that so it changed. Bumped, yeah, so they bumped it up to 75. They're like, Creighton's too good for 70. They bumped it up to 75. Oh, because it was it was yeah. the pace. It was the pace. Yeah, and then Matt comes in and it's like, okay. I'm surprised they haven't bumped up to 80 since Matt's been here because you guys have been that's been, you guys have been averaging about like 77 or something. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been yeah, like that for a long So that's why, like I'm saying, if you turn into like the Godfather's guy, like fans love you for life, man. Like that's what that's, that's no, that's, yeah, that's fine. Who's the who is the Godfather's guy? The real God, like obviously we're joking. Like nobody really associated me with the Godfather's guy, but who is the real? Well, who's the player that like gets known as the Godfather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ross Ferrarini, because he always. Yeah, yeah. see, he was, I, I think he was. I think he was a carryover. Like he might have been an overlap with Dana Mac, okay. a little bit. Okay. But yeah, he was a he was a guy who would yeah, always come. That yeah, was, he was yeah, so that was every time, like, and not every time. So I'm acting like I hit it a lot of times. It was like, how many times are I probably? Probably like three, four. And so like, but every time that I did three, four times, Murph would always like yep. be like, oh, you're the new Ross or whatever he would say. Mm-hmm. But the new, if there was a nickname for him, it was that. But I was like, hey. At least I get some recognition for doing that. Cool. I'll take it. That was, That's that all was your cool. hard work put in there right there for that moment. All that scout team work. Just yeah. hit that one three. Just come in and come in and bang come in and bang a three and hold up to the crowd and they all know what's a Godfather's yeah. pizza. You know, they cheer a little bit louder. So it's actually uh, it's motivating. They all they all know. I yeah. enjoyed it. There's like it's there's the only time the scout team gets like an audible gasp is when 75's on the scout. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know what? Jacob did good tonight a little bit. He did. I thought he did. that, you know, he walled up pretty well, blocked that one shot, but he was moving pretty well on offense. Like, I think he had. He did. He walled he up pretty well. I thought he passed the ball pretty well, too. I thought usually when he's more so like, uh, just like kind of either giving it up to reposition or giving it up because just to make the pass, I thought tonight, like, he actually made some more like passes looking to make a play and score. And I think that just, that again, opened it up for him to just kind of, he ran free. He ran a lot. I saw him. He, he definitely got in and ran a lot on that first half. There was a couple of times where I thought the guys missed him. I definitely thought he ran the floor very well mm. tonight and he should have been rewarded a couple of times with the rim. But uh, I think that's again, something they're going to sit back, watch film it and be like, okay, a couple opportunities here, but now that he's getting in his groove and like kind of showing where he can be more effective, that'll help too as well. I thought it was really interesting because like, I didn't, I don't know if I would have gone into this one thinking that Creighton was going three deep on the bigs, like because it was No, I, did, I wouldn't have either. Because that was the way St. John matches either. up, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. so I, I thought that was interesting that he got in when he did. And I mean, that he was effective against a lineup for St. John's that has some Mm-hmm. Um, some versatility to it in terms of like their their fives can get out to the perimeter. You know what I mean? So like, and yeah, but and and I think that has a lot to do with uh, what you were talking about earlier, just in terms of the pace that Craig can play with tonight. Like, mm-hmm. I think they really came out and like even Jacob showed how like again, like I was saying, like he ran a lot as like he showed his like the, how good of shape he's in and yeah. how they were able to just even with a bigger lineups be able to impose their will. Uh, that way, especially defensively, he looked really good defensively. Being able to uh, guard guys like of that size, like he's always been good at that, man. Like he's always been. Like when you talk about like how bigs need to just corral off screens and all that, he's always been really good at that. He's always good at containing off screens. He's always been really good at like weak side post stuff. He's just 
need to be healthy. Like, yeah, for real. It's just that's the you truth. Get off that damn operating table. Yeah. yeah, like that's just the truth, man. Mm-hmm. Every time we, I could talk about that with Jake for a minute, man. But yeah, that's that's just the truth. Would you what, like? St. John's is weird because they, like we said, they speed you up. They try to turn you over. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't even like try to turn you over as much as like you would think a normal mm-hmm. pressing team would, but they try to get mm-hmm. you to play out of your normal pace. And, mm-hmm. and then the mistake happens that way and they capitalize on yeah. it. So like it felt like for a minute, especially when they got back into the game after Creighton was up. So yeah. Like turnovers. Like 37, 34. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Creighton, Creighton shorted that up like two turnovers over the last like 16 minutes, and that's how it kind of blew open. Like, what did mm. you see as far as did, did it just simple as like slowing down your mind a little bit and playing? Well, back no, I think at that point that was kind of when I, I, and I even texted you about it. I think at that point that's when it was, it's like what I talked about even earlier, like in the indecision from last game, like Creighton played like they moved, they moved the ball really well, right? Like, and even last game, I didn't, I don't, <laughs> think like and I've been a part of so many games that like the balls move really well right but like you there's opportunities where sometimes guys are making the extra pass that shouldn't have or you like vice versa and so it's like about sensing the opportunities of when to attack and when not to and I think with this game like at that point that's when they had a stretch like it was similar to how it was for the majority of last game where it was like they were make they weren't really like they were moving the ball, but they weren't there was no nobody capitalizing off of the ball movement. Yeah. It was like just the ball moving around, but n- nobody really attacking. And if somebody was attacking, it wasn't like an actual aggressive attack. It was just an attack to get somebody else open. And then like as defenders, they kind of like keen they, they they you can figure that out. And so I think there was a lot of that. And that was what got to that period, but they just kind of got to figure out when to really like just it's just get to this point of like instead the of end just point, right? moving end, to move has to be an like point, an, right? yeah an end point exactly yeah. what i'm saying like it can't just be this continuity it has to be like a somebody has to take that initiative and yeah there has to be like a click in the offense of like when to capitalize off of that and i think that's when this becomes a very dangerous offense. That's very right. Dangerous. Cause like, it's like, it, and it's not, and it's not, it's the thing that makes Creighton special offensively because yeah. they, they can see it. Like, yeah. Um, it's not just a, a thing of where, you know, how do you see a couple plays ahead? Well, because, because of the continuity and the timing that's going to yeah. come with more games and more reps together, you're going to be able to see, all right, I've got two weak side, two weak side wing, um, if I, you know, attack this bad close out here, get into the paint, set my feet, um, I can pick mm-hmm. a spot, like whether it's corner first. Okay. And then like, so you draw a defender, you collapse two or three guys, kick out corner, exactly. extra, extra wing, extra top of the key bang. Like that's what it is. Like, it's like you trust when Max says, trust the offense. It's like trust that guys are going to be in the spots that you know you're trained to be in. So, like, all you have to do is make the move. And when you go to the paint, you know there's a corner. So true. You know, there's a guy in the wing. There's a guy on the key. Like, yeah. that's it, – it's so all you got to do is set your feet, spray, and that's how it happens like that. It's like, actually – it's funny. The way you're saying it, right, like, it, it made me think of uh, last game, right, there was a play where DJ was actually isolated at the top of the key. And I was thinking in my head – it was Marcus on the left corner wing and DJ has the move he does where he puts it through his left, like uh, between the legs, left between the legs. And he always does it and he faces up and he's either going to shoot it. He's going to hezzy or he's going to kick that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting here at home watching the game. And I'm like, I knew he was going to do one of those three things. And I know like whoever it was on the wing, whether it was Marcus, maybe I have that wrong, like whatever, but, I was like, they're not even thinking like I'm thinking right now. Because yeah. like it's not there that maybe maybe it's the flow of the game, maybe whatever, but a couple in a couple games after some film, that'll be like a mutually understood thing. Like yeah. between like know. that and then you're gonna see it 
later in the season, you can be like, oh, okay, there's going to be a play. You're going to see what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. not lot Whether it's that or, or there's another instance, yeah. it's going to happen like that. Yeah. I just yeah, know sure. there's a lot. There's I, I've seen how teams come together, and I've seen how crazy teams that's, come together. That's what makes you guys just, special last it's year. It's early. Like, it's uh, just very yeah. early for yeah. this team. And they're, they're really good. I'm not trying to act like they're not like. I'm just like, they're really going to be even much better than they are now. I mean, I think that's what the thing is for people to understand when they're watching this team. Like, I know that people will – I get it. Like, I I see the responses. I see the reactions. I'm like, I understand there's frustration that they, you know, didn't come away from the Kansas game, how close it was. I understand, like, people are like, you're losing points on the floor. But it's like, you understand, like, it's a process of, like, this team being so – their ceiling is still there to – to, to reach but yeah that's what I'm, so i'm not trying to be like the, i'm not trying to be the i'm not trying to be the ultimate hype man even though i am the ultimate hype man and i've always been known as that that's just whatever but like imagine if this team had like a real summer training preseason normal yes. yeah like and then like all teams and i guess like i'm not trying to discredit like all teams would ha- be a little bit better like it's it's not yeah. that all teams are not going but you're seeing the same problems, like you're seeing the same problems about college basketball, though. Like teams are, yeah, they're on one night, they're off yeah. another. And like, I think the only it. reason yeah. I'm even comparing it is just because I'm comparing it into, because I don't even know as much as they've had to go through mm-hmm. with all the COVID regulations and things like that. So I'm just like, you know, like with what I'm thinking about, if this team would have gone through similar training camps that I've had to go through and similar summer training routines and summer leagues and pro amp, like all that. Just wait. Yeah. I mean, market, look at, I mean, just look at Marcus alone. I want people to look at Marcus. Like Marcus is at the level he's at right now. Right. And people, and then there's a little bit, a little bit like of anxiety. Like Mm -hmm. why isn't he, you know, dropping Luca Garza numbers every night, basically like, Think about Marcus Zagorowski's off-season career. Just think about his career in the off-season. Freshman Man. year, freshman year, nothing. Had that back brace. Like, didn't even talk. Like, didn't participate in anything. And we're not even going to talk about how he's coming off. Like, because again, like I, I, I like talk about how we were last season, how we progressed to the point we got to. But like, even at the end of it, man, like he got injured with his knee and all that, and it's like. We're not talking about how he went through that process and just, again, wait, he didn't only get injured, but he got injured during a pandemic, like, and had to go through that recovery period yeah. and all that. So it's like, okay, what are we looking at like here? Like, he, what is his progression? That's why I'm like, again, it's early on. Yeah. It, for him especially, man, like he is, he's, he's coming into his own, whether it's as a, the player he is or the leader he is or all of it, he's really figuring it out. And so it's early on. <laughs> I know he's the thing, on, the thing that the thing that <laughs> that I that I can see where he's leveled up is his is his mind. Like he sees the game different. Yeah. He sees yeah. the game different than um December sophomore year Marcus saw it than December freshman year Marcus oh, yeah. saw it. Like oh, you yeah. can, it, just just pick a game. Anybody go out there um mm-hmm. this weekend, pick a game. Take Take a game from this December, take a game from sophomore year December, take a game from freshman, and you'll see there he's a different player mentally. Like he just sees the game differently. Yeah. He controls the game differently. Um, yeah. The thing that you're like, oh, you know, why doesn't he attack as, as aggressively? Why isn't he shooting as well? And that stuff is the stuff that comes physically. That's the physical stuff yeah. you're dealing with. So that's the part that comes with timing. But you can see he's leveled up because he sees the mm-hmm. floor different. He knows mm-hmm. where guys are. Plays and that, but that's what I said, like, tonight, like, what you saw from him. And, again, these are the games, like, when you go to a St. John's on the road after a, a loss, this is when you, as the point guard, you as Marcus, and, like, I've, I've, I've seen it from the Maurice Watson juniors of this world who, like, know how to get guys together to be like, look, we got to make an impression on the road right now. Mm-hmm. to really show our team identity. And what Marcus showed is he was like, let me control, like, my game tonight better than I controlled it. Like, last game, no matter if he's hitting or not, like, t- tonight, like I said, the first thing I said about it wasn't that he was even six for eight. Like, it, it was that his pace was so much better. Like, yep. he 
like was able to stop on a dime a little bit better, whether it was like whatever it was, set up guys a little bit better, get guys like in a, as an aggressive defense as they had, he was able to like get guys behind him and kind of manipulate the defense to be able to just get the ball up the floor to mm-hmm. shooters or bigs, whatever it was. It, it, it was good, especially earlier on. So. Um, Denzel, what about, what about Denzel? Like I thought tonight was a different game from him too, because it seemed like he, mm-hmm. uh, he picked his spots better. It just looked, yeah. you know, he looked like calm. Where, yeah. Calm shooting the ball. He looked comfortable shooting basketball. Yeah. I thought, he should, I thought he looked like, especially like when he, I think when he, an uh, indication for me is when I was like, when I saw him hit the two early on in the first half, when he hit the two threes from the corner, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's going to have a great game. And be, it was because he was like in a, like he was, he was comfortable. Like he was, running the floor, he was getting to his spots, and then he was able then to, like, get into a rhythm. Like, you mm-hmm. hit two shots, and, like, it's in rhythm, and you're comfortable. It's, like, not rushed. It's, like, within the flow of the offense. Yeah. Then he was able to just find his spots and kind of pick and choose from there. But I think that, that's what helps early on. He needs to just, I think, especially, and I, I know he knows this, but it's just early on in games, just uh, instead of early on in games, just letting it come to him instead of trying to find it. Sure, and then he he just sets him up so much better for the yeah. rest of the game. Because I think because he, he's one of those dudes like seven. he can he's one of those dudes who's so good he can force it and it'll come. But there's there yeah. also, there, it, that comes well, with a price because you can force it and yeah. shoot yourself out of rhythm. Not from a not just from a use exactly. standpoint, from a team standpoint. So if you do let exactly. it come more, because that's exactly. the thing that that's the thing that I great players it. he's super talented, yeah. so he can force it. If yeah. he needs to, yeah. But sometimes he forces it early and it breaks the rhythm. So like that's yeah. the thing that he's figuring out. Yeah. It's like, how do I get myself in a rhythm within the structure of what we're mm-hmm. trying to do? And I thought he was mm-hmm. a lot better at that tonight than than he mm-hmm. was in the previous four or five. Yeah. Years. No, and I think too because the one thing that's even been effective for him this year, even more so, because like you can tell he's been working on his game a little bit. His handle looks really good this year. Mm-hmm. It's just his pull up has been so on point. That's and surprising, I right? Like, I don't remember that, that as much last year. Isn't that a new – is that the new – Yeah, thing? neither did I. Like, yeah. but he's really been able to stop on a dime, pull up and hit it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks really good. He's under control, really on balance. Like, you know, with his jumper, the way he rises up, looks good. But I uh, was <laughs> looking at – and I was thinking about it, and just like what we were just talking about is when you're taking a one-dribble pull-up, and you know me because that was my game, but within the uh, – flow of the Creighton offense, you have to make sure that one dribble pull up is when you're in rhythm. Like you really have to be in rhythm and it has to be after you hit a couple. Mm-hmm. It can't be your first because, you know, that's just, I mean, within that offense, that one dribble pull up is the decoy to hit the three. Yeah. You really want to have that. So if you, you got to be more, you have to have, you have to come off hitting the two, like he had tonight, you have to come off yep. hitting the two threes in the corner first and then be like, all right, now let me get this pull up in. That's in the, more in the flow. I mm-hmm. just think. I, don't know. I agree. No, I agree too. That's what I thought was different. Cause like, yeah, I think in the past he would go, you know, he would, he would go to the one dribble pull up, like to get himself going. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's mm-hmm. not really, you're mm-hmm. not going to get yourself going off a shot like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially with mm-hmm. what Creighton is good. The type of shots that he's going to get in Creighton's offense, it's it's going to be hard to get himself going if that's what he's creating mm-hmm. for himself. So I thought tonight, I thought he created a lot. Um, man, Seton Hall's like putting it on Marquette now. I thought he, uh, you know, he just kind of like played within the game a little bit better. And that's how he's going to level up too, because he's, like you said, the elevation and the balance on his jump shot. I mean, he's going to yeah. go off for it. He's going to drop a 30 yeah. piece. Yeah. One of these nights. Cause he's that good. It's just, yeah. if he can. Like even the, Oh, was it him? No. Him. And, yeah, it is. It's him and Dame. I'm like every night, like those are the two. I'm like, they could really, I mean, not that they're the only two, but I look to them on these games, like especially against the St. John's and these, off like these road first road games or whatever I'm always like these just go off right now that's why I'm always tuning into these games because I'm like one of my guys could really snap tonight and go get 30 I don't know 
it's crazy that, that that that's how good. And as I said, that Marquette's coming back, but it's like it's crazy to have a roster right. like full of guys who, or you have so many guys who can do that. Like, yeah, it's, it it would just be nothing, right? It'd be nothing if, mm-hmm. if DJ had twenty five. It'd be nothing if mm-hmm. if Mitch had thirty. If Marcus had thirty. If Dens had thirty. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they they were they were on, but it's not like they had to go. It wouldn't be like an out of body experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's just yeah. they're capable of that. Um, how do you think they, uh, from a defensive standpoint, just being on the same page? Because it felt like just rewatching the Marquette game, there were so many things that they didn't yeah. do on that end of the floor from an effort standpoint that would have. I mean, mm-hmm. they, play, they offensively they played well enough to win. You know, you talked about the flow. Yeah, but but, but they but they, did, I just they think did well enough. This to win team that has game, like offensively. Mm-hmm. So but I think this team has a lot of like. What in teams I've been on in the past, the great teams have had this before, and it's not crazy for teams to be like this. But I think this is just an example of uh, they let the offense dictate the defense too much. Yep. Where it's yep. like when the offense goes through bad spurts, when you're frustrated, it shows on defense, and you can tell when guys are frustrated on defense because it's like they're either a second slow or. Um, they're not, just not as not in the right position yeah. or they're just whatever it is, or they're just like not really like walling up as hard, like what, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. not trying to call guys out, but like, yeah, it's just, I've, I've been there. It's, it, it's hard, but it's just, you have to learn how to, after whatever, not scoring shouldn't affect how you play on the defensive end. And mm-hmm. I think they'll, they're figuring that out. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it it's not, that, it showed in less spurts tonight than it did last game. So. Yeah, I mean, I thought I mean, you know it's, I thought the first possession in the initial. second half was pretty oh. good too because like they yeah I thought they had a really good possession defensively and mm-hmm. St. John scored, but like mm-hmm. if you watch their rotations, their closeouts, um, their communication. Oh, early second game, half, you mean? Yeah, Is like the first possession. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. flying all around and Definitely. posh hit. Posh they were flying to, around. Yeah, early posh, second posh, half that you could. They were re-energized. They were definitely re-energized. I mean, Posh went into like, nice Christian's thing. chest, Christian's chest, and hit a tough one. Like that was mm-hmm. fine. That de- that defense is going to win you the game if you play that. Yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. hit a tough shot, but they're not hitting twenty of yep. those. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They're not. So I thought that defense was it. Even though St. No, John scored, I thought that was like a tone-setting possession there. But. I am impressed. Shout out to uh, I got to give the bench the bench gang for creating a shout out real quick. I am impressed with their energy out of the second half, out of all of the second halves they've had. Out of the gate too, they've definitely seemed like they've had, and I mean, I know it's tough. I, I Again, I can't even think of what it must be like to not have the fans and not have all that out there, but they've definitely seemed like they brought energy and you can see it out there on the floor, like you were just talking about just at the beginning of halves and stuff, so. Yeah, we're gonna jump into Shout the, out to the Creighton bench game. We're gonna jump into some bench game here a little bit because I think we got some questions. So let's tee some of these up and see what we got. I love it. Um, I already saw one. I'm not gonna be able to answer. Uh, I love when I get those. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Yeah, those are my favorite. We're like, how am I supposed to know that? Jesus. Uh. I gotta, I gotta give my boy Alex some love here, because um, he always asks this question. Uh, if the game were played without gravity, what would oh. the score be, and which Blue Jay would thrive the most? Which Blue Jay would thrive the most without gravity, and what would the score be? This is like his, this is like his bit. Which Blue Jay could thrive the most without, gra- like, currently on this team? Yeah, no gravity. So it's got to be like someone who can control themselves the best, like because you can't be too bouncy, otherwise you fly out of the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to like harness that. Yeah. Like, so like, it'd be, remember like Superman so and Man of Steel, Shereed, right? Remember like Superman and Man of Steel when he like flies into the mountain yes. and stuff, and he's like he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Like you got to be able to get that reined in. So who can control? Yeah. So that, yeah, again, so yeah, it's pro, so probably Sharif. Okay. So you think Sharif? Because Sharif's. Well, Sharif's like the fastest, right? And like, I guess gravity, you're not like 
weighed down, but speed's still a factor, no? Like it's sure. it's relative. Yeah. Okay. And like he still has he still has a better control. I think he's even without gravity, he's still making his way throughout people and being able to get us some crazy shots. I think I'm going to go with Christian. I think like, I think Christian now at a point in his career where he is more under control. And I think he would learn how without gravity to basically go end to end pretty ridiculously. Like, I think he would be able to manipulate his. So then you're going to have to, then you're going to have to say he would have to be physical enough to handle that too. I think that's what I mean. I think he can control himself well enough to do that. You know what I mean? I think he understands the game. Like he knows if I, if I, if I I beeline this angle right here from 94 feet away, I think I can dunk it. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Without, without too much. I'll buy that. I've also, I've also taken a Christian elbow uh in my day and i know that even with with or without gravity is painful so like okay. i think he's getting through you he's getting to the rim yeah so he's without gravity you're going you're like in lincoln after that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah yeah you saw the superman oh, engine yeah. fight in here and stuff so. yes sir <laughs> uh oh here's a okay so here's a look ahead um what can we expect from UConn on the weekend? I haven't seen them play much, uh, so I don't know what they're what we're going into. I don't. I mean, it's I first of all, first of all that game, they're, not, they're on pause right now, so I don't know. They're going to come. Yeah. Gonna first of all, let's talk about that. I think that's yeah, news. That's, I guess. Yeah. That I saw. It. Weren't they supposed to go with somebody, but they had players in their team positive can we confirm i, I didn't see yeah, that i don't i don't, I don't know i mean they're back i saw it like team, I think. five minutes before i started watching the crane game and oh, really? i didn't get look back into it but it wasn't a confirmed real source <laughs> jordan's just seeing some nonsense he's been reporting i saw it was something on twitter that's why because nothing well that, happened. Happened. that has, that's what I, I can't say that's a confirmed source i confirm it if that's on, if it's on twitter i think we can confirm that <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anything jumping off right here. So let's just assume. I mean, they're they're not, they're on pause. So there's going to be like some rust. On pause. Okay. There also might be some. I mean, they might not have all the guys uh, back yet either. That's a part of it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know. At full strength, they're going to be interesting. Um, because yeah. they've got size, speed, uh, versatility. They've got shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got guys who can create their own offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan Hurley's a really good coach. That's a that's a you know book night versus Marcus. Like, oh boy, that's no. They got be, some uh, guards. They got some guards that'll definitely try to like make it hard for Creighton to move the ball the way that they want to move yeah. it and like get into their offense the way they will. But like, I just think that as long as they're poised and keep building off what they learned this year from just these past games, they'll be fine and they'll be able to get into a rhythm that ultimately leads them to success be better keep being better every game keep building every game. yeah i think defensively it's going to be interesting because it's uh it's probably going to be tricky to match up with a guy book night because he's yeah he's just a bigger yep he's longer than marcus they're gonna have to it's tough Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm I don't know what the game plan will be there. Maybe they'll put – you think they'll – I mean, obviously, they won't match. I just don't know if you want Marcus getting in, like, you know, if he gets in foul trouble or just from a size standpoint, if it's not – if it doesn't match up right. Like, it's just – it's tough because um, he's, like – he's their main creator. I mean, I, I would think that Marcus starts yeah. on RJ Cole a little bit because Cole can be mm-hmm. a ball handler for them, so any smaller – um, so I would expect that to be, um, how they match up, how they match up. I think it's going to be interesting because, because UConn yeah. has more length. Yeah. You know I mean, so it's kind of like a length versus skill thing, which mm-hmm. isn't, I mean, Creighton faces that problem a lot, but I mean, uh, but not as bad this year. We yeah. got guys like DJ, yeah. DJ can, can kind of like, I think putting him at like the four and kind of where he's been playing, mm-hmm. like makes up for a little bit of that. So. Yeah, I thought Bo John almost got into a fight, so that's shocking. Breaking news. Oh, this game. Uh, yeah, I got it on the back over here too. 
Yeah, Marquette and Seton Hall really like each other. They get along great. Wow. Just the best of some friends. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was a good question, though. I, it's going to be an interesting matchup because, I, I mean, this road trip was going to be interesting coming off a loss because, like I said, mm-hmm. like we've known before, like St. John's is a tricky matchup because of the way they – just the way their style of play, um, their spurtability, how they can turn you over. And uh, and then UConn is – like we said, there's, there's a lot of problems there with their length. You know the thing about mm-hmm. UConn is like again you don't know what they're what they've got coming off that pause so um, yeah that's that's a that's a there's a very yeah, there yeah. are variables there that are hard to predict. Have they said anything about the roster? Because it was players that got it, wasn't it? I would imagine so. I thought it was multiple positives from what. I, yeah, it was. So yeah, and Creighton's supposed to be their first game back. Like, so I don't know. It'll be interesting though. I know I'm overusing that word, but it will be interesting. It's just the best way I can describe it. Sorry. Um, Kaywick. Kaywick. Kaywick wants to know uh, with AOC down in the mix. AOC's Alice O'Connell. You cool with that? Nickname. Hey, I just love. I'm going to say straight up. Hey, I've been saying this in my house for weeks. I just have been like, I love, <laughs> I love that people in Nebraska now are fit. Like they have to like, or in Omaha have to say AOC. Crazy yes. man have to say AOC. I think Omaha's cool with it. Omaha, and, Omaha is blue they have to root like, for one. Yeah, Omaha's cool with it. Omaha's, Omaha's cool. I'm not. I'm not worried about. Yeah, that. it's like as you go. Look, as I love you, that Omaha. Get, like, Eastern. That yeah. place in the. I love that Omaha is that place in Nebraska that gets to promote AOC right now. Yeah. Just even if it's not the AOC <laughs> that we all like. A lot of other people thinking about. I want you know what I want. To, I people. want to anyway, happen. Anyway, like, anyway, anyway. I, I don't want to get too much into that. But I yeah, want I want it to happen like where we just like where you like drop an AOC reference on Twitter and like political Twitter like meshes with Blue Jay Twitter on accident, just like yeah. out of just like out of AOC being mentioned. <laughs> just like you know, and you just start talking politics. Like I'm talking about the Hooper man. What you I don't know what you're what you're on right now, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. But. uh <laughs> Yeah, the question was with him now in the mix and see you going like nine deep. Uh, does play does playing time become an issue with the players? What do you think? You still with me? All right, my bad. We back. <laughs> we back as Jordan takes his shirt off in the middle of the podcast. Not, not realizing that we use video sometimes, but I guess we won't use video for this one. Think about warm. I got one. The uh... man, people are gonna laugh their asses off when we tell them when we our announcement. Like, you guys are a hot mess tonight. What is going on? I know we're about to announce. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> this is the point. This is why they love us, man. That's, that's why, why. That's that's we, why we give. Gonna... We are. We give the people what they want. It's okay. Yeah. They're gonna love us because of these moments, like right here. Exactly. So we were we were talking about Alex O'Connell, and I know you were talking, you were texting me about it during the game. So like, I know you got some thoughts. Um, but like, the question was with him now in the mix, and like basically the bench going nine deep now. Yeah. Uh, how does that affect playing time? Uh, I think that's what we're gonna see within the next few games here I think it's going to definitely be him getting into some type of rhythm and finding where he can be more effective within uh, just the whole s- scheme and just the whole like game and uh, I just think that wins I well, the one thing I actually thought about after was like him and Antoine have not similar games but they play a similar position and they have a similar impact on this team. And I think when they can find a rhythm to be able to play together, that's what I thought tonight could be very scary coming mm. in the future. But I just think with Alex, he'll, he'll figure it out. I just think there were times where he was a little hesitant or uh, he was uh, 
just either thinking uh, thinking a play ahead of instead of just playing more comfortable, kind of like we saw, like we, we talked about Denzel, how comfortable he played tonight. Like, I think we're going to see that from Alex, and that's when we'll be like, oh, oh this is the impact he can have on this offense. But until mm-hmm. then, uh, I think he's just fine this way. He'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I thought Alex, I, I thought Alex was better, um, all things considered, what he yeah. did tonight. Like, you know, just he found his spots to do some good things, to score a little yeah. bit. Um, but I mean, I think there's also some things on film that he's going to identify and the coaching staff will identify as like, look, that's a shot for you right there. You don't need to pass Definitely. that up. You don't need to drive that close out. Definitely. It's not, it's not, that's a, that's an automatic green light whenever you catch it right there. So let it go. Yeah, I think he had a few more mores and a few could have just thrown up to the big in transition or thrown it out to the uh, block on the offense, whatever it will be. But uh, I think he'll get so much better. Just as it goes on, he'll start to figure that out and see how he's like, oh, wait, this can be so much easier for me because this is already how I want to play. I just haven't been able to see how it works for me in this offense yet. And he will. Yeah. Um, our last question of the night is from Danny Sullivan. He wants to know how do – this is the one – I don't know if we can answer this one. How do Roddy and Modesta seem to be doing with their rehab under present circumstances? Are they staying on campus throughout the extended break? Like, guys, I'm sorry. I just have no – Yeah. This <laughs> I have is none fun. of that type of insight during yeah. a pandemic. Like, I'm not there. Yeah. I'm yeah. not seeing it like I used to, mm-hmm. so – I wish I could answer that for you, but I can't. I, will, yeah. I don't want to speculate and try. So, again, same here. I just can't even, I don't even know where to go with that one because I can't say how many trainers you should be around and all that during that period now. And right. with open wounds, I, I, I have no idea, but I, I know and can promise they're all doing and both of them even not even knowing them all too well i promise if they're there they're doing everything they can and doing all the right things they should for that injury because they care i know roddy has posted some stuff on uh, instagram um of him like you know doing some getting some standstill shots up in the gym Mm -hmm. on the gun so Mm -hmm. as far as i know he's still there you know i don't know if they've gone anywhere i don't even know what travel would be like considering how how close they are from surgery. So, I mean, I know I said I wasn't going to speculate and here I go, but like I've seen videos of him posting himself working post-surgery in the gym at the championship center. So I know he's been there um, at some point for that. So I don't know what his holiday plans are uh, with school out right now, but yeah, uh, he's posted some stuff. So if you guys don't follow him on IG, get on there and, you know, He'll give you some insight if you're looking for that. So, but other than that, I really can't say one way or the other confidently. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think that about do it for this one. Sorry we had the interruption so late in the yeah, the, that's all in the game. But I guess that was on me. I don't know. But hey, figured out. But hey, in 2020, did, that is not. The worst thing that's even close to one of the worst things that's happened. So we're good. That was like a hiccup. If yep. that a curveball, we'll hit it. Um, what we do here, though, a tradition is like you know, it's our kind of a thing. We plug the stuff. So um, obviously, everybody who's listening to this knows whiteandbluereview.com is where you can find this podcast on iTunes. Uh, and then check out the post game coverage on the website. Um, but Jordan, you're getting into the game too. You're getting uh Doing some writing. Where, where can we find your stuff at? Where can the folks yeah, follow Jordan Scurry's please, postcast? You know, follow your boy. I've actually <laughs> been writing a little bit for uh, a website called sneakerreporter.com. I've been writing, I've been following some NBA news. Uh, I got an article this week coming out on the Atlantic Division previewing for NBA. Uh, I've been doing some uh, media interning at uh, the field of 68 uh, company. You can check that out on Instagram, on Twitter. It's the field of 68. Uh, just some college basketball news. You know, I'm just trying to give light to Creighton and everything going on in Omaha, Nebraska with basketball for as many media news outlets as I can. So I'm trying to just plug that there, do my part, learn some things in the field. 
And then, you know, also just starting my brand with just my own writing, scary hoops and things like that. So, you know, I got a lot of good things coming up for the year. I for saw, I saw you switch to that logo. Like you got your own logo now. When'd you come? Yeah, back? man. That's I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to, yeah, I'm trying to just, you know, I got big announcements coming soon. I'm trying to, you know, switch up to have, uh, some cool stuff going on with whether it be any of the writing I'm doing now as a journalist or any of the basketball services, whether it be training, workouts and stuff I got going. I got a whole plan. It'll be unleashed here soon. I got big things in the plans as we're about to tell the people. So, yeah, I mean, I saw uh, one of those workouts. We got good things going up. I mean, speaking of like, uh, I mean, good for you because, you know, you're always one of my favorite dudes to talk to. Um, when, we, when we podcasted back when, you know, after like a three hour practice. Um, yeah, we'd have a three know, hour just, podcast. Yeah, three hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be our whole day. So that brings us to like our kind of like the announcement we've been teasing. We're actually going to start a podcast, Jordan and I. Um, yes, sir. We'll have Tune in, everybody. We got yeah. Scurry in the Scrub coming to you. Scurry in the Scrub. <laughs> in the Scrub coming to you live. You know, we're just trying to. Give you guys what you you know you want to hear, whether you know yeah. it or not. <laughs> we're gonna do it all. We're gonna do it all. Big East, Creighton, NFL, yeah. Star East Wars, Creighton, like NFL, entertainment. Star Wars. We'll get into some real life stuff. We'll talk some real life stuff. Like we'll, yeah. we'll get, it'll get good. So yeah, screen the scrub. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be kicking that off on Sunday. Sunday uh, so after Creighton plays UConn Sunday night, hopefully we'll get the kinks worked out and we'll hopefully have that debuting for y'all on Monday. Um, so yeah, that's the big announcement. Sorry for everybody who was like disappointed. And if we didn't disappoint you, if we actually exceeded your expectations, hell yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to like again be real, be us, and I think it'll actually end up being something that'll be something everyone will like and talk about. I think so, so. too. I think so too. We'll, we'll have, have some, some we'll have something for everybody, is what we'll do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's why it's gonna work. Yeah. All right, man. You have a good rest of your week. I'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely be talking. Well, great to talk to you. Great for Creighton to get a win. Excited for this team and uh, excited for us. Cool. All right, everybody. Have a good night.